0: I was told the theme for the month is reposition and god spoke to me on this theme and i've prepared this sermon called um five types of repositioning hallelujah which i want to go uh, take you through them quickly this morning um so i will i will read isaiah 61 at the end let me just jump into uh, other other you know uh things that i want to share with you today the first thing that I want to talk to you about, uh, repositioning, the five types of repositioning. One, a person can be repositioned by sin. Hallelujah. What am I talking about? When you read in the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 9 to 24, I don't want to read. Hallelujah. I'm sure we, 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 most of us know the story of Adam and Eve. Uh, But you can read in the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 9 to 24, where the Bible tells us about the fact that when Adam and Eve were placed in the garden of Eden, there was a snake that came and deceived Eve. Because God has said to them, you shall not eat from the tree in the middle of the garden. I've given you everything else that, you know, in this garden, every other fruit, every other tree you can touch, but not the one in the middle of the garden. And and, and then the snake deceived the woman, and the woman gave the fruit to the man, to Adam, and he ate. The Bible says after Adam ate, they found themselves naked. Hallelujah. You see, Eve ate, nothing happened, because the covenant was made with Adam. Hallelujah. So when Adam ate the fruit, the Bible says suddenly they found themselves uh, naked. And they went to hide in the, in the, you know, in the bush uh, amongst the trees. And God came. Hallelujah. So God used to visit them. The Bible says now God comes in the cool of the day. And this time he cannot find Adam. And God asked, Adam, Adam, where are you? Adam, Adam, where are you? Hallelujah. You know, he's a God who knows everything. But He is asking Adam, where are you? Adam says, I'm hiding uh, from you, God, because I have eaten the tree in the middle of the garden and now I, 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 I am naked. Actually, he says, I am naked. And God says, how did you find out that you are naked? And he started explaining, the woman that you have given me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The woman that you have given me. This man did not want to take responsibility for his actions. He was now putting the blame on the woman. But God was speaking to Adam because the covenant was with Adam. Hallelujah. You must learn to take responsibility for your actions. So this man um, says, no, the woman has given me the fruit and I ate and this is how we found ourselves naked. But what, what you need to understand is Adam disobeyed God. Hallelujah. Adam sinned. He disobeyed God. And that's how sin entered the world. But you see, this is what happens after this. The consequences of his obedience to God led to his repositioning from a place where he had everything. You see, Adam had everything in the Garden of Eden. He did not lack nothing. Hallelujah. He had everything that he needed. All the fruits were there, all the trees were there, the animals were there. You know, he had everything, but now he lost it all because of sin. Hallelujah. God says, I'm going to remove you from this garden. I'm going to put you outside. And God put angels to guard the tree. I'm going to put you outside. And he says to him, cast is the land because of you. You used to have everything, but now you will toil just to eat. Hallelujah. Now you will toil just to eat. You did not toil before. You did not struggle before. You did not sweat to eat. But from now on, you are going to sweat to eat. From now on, you are going to toil because the land is cursed because of what you have done. Amen. Amen. The woman, to the woman, she says, you will give birth in great pain. It was not the purpose, the purpose and the plan of God for women to give birth in great pain. But because of this, they were repositioned. Hallelujah. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless the works of your hand in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless the works of your hands may you not toil to eat in the name of jesus may the lord bless you may you eat by blessing hallelujah may the works of your hands prosper in the mighty name of jesus now we read about Saul. Saul uh, was a king that was appointed by people when you read in the book of first samuel chapter 15 verse 10 to 29 and the bible says you see israel did not have a king before their king was god hallelujah Now, the Israelites wanted to copy the other nations around them that had kings. And they said, no, we also want to have a king because the other nations have got a king. They rejected God as their king and they didn't want God to rule over them anymore. They said, we want to appoint a human being. That that was a very big mistake. Hallelujah. The moment you put any human being in charge of your life, you are making a very big mistake. Let God be the king of your life. Let God remain king over your life. Let God dictate your life. Let him give you direction. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Hallelujah. Now they chose Saul because he was strong. And they said, no, we want this man to be our king. And Saul was appointed as a king but not chosen by God. It's dangerous to be in a place. Of leadership and you are not chosen by God. It's dangerous to lead God's people when God has not chosen you. And appointed you. And anointed you. So Saul is then appointed as a king. Samuel anoints him and appoints him. But this man did not have an ear to hear from the Lord. God sends them on a mission, go and destroy the Amalekites, destroy everything in that place. Don't don't leave anything alive. The Bible says when they are there, uh, they see, you know, fat livestock, fat sheep, uh, you know, fat animals. They decide, no, this one's we're not going to kill. This one's we're taking back with us. And he also, you know, captures the king and brings him back alive. And God visits Samuel and he says, I have rejected Saul as a king. Someone says, why God? God says, no, because he has disobeyed me. He has disobeyed me. I gave him strict strict instructions, but he did not do as I said. He disobeyed the Lord. Hallelujah. And because of that, this man was removed as a king. God rejected him as a king. And he says he will no longer be king over Israel. Hallelujah. He took the kingdom of Israel away from him. Because of this, when Samuel comes and he speaks to, to Saul, Saul says, and, and, and you know, he greets him. And, 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 and he says, I have done as you said, the Lord said we must do. But Saul says to him, But I'm, I can hear the sound of sheep in my ears. What is that sound that I'm hearing? Hallelujah. And he says, It's the people. They wouldn't let me kill everything. We have brought this back so that we can sacrifice unto the Lord, the God who owns the whole earth and everything in it. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Hallelujah. The God that we serve is not a hungry, He requires your obedience, not what you can give to Him. You can give, it's good, God will bless you. But God wants your obedience amen so 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 these two men adam and saul you see them being repositioned from a place where they had everything from a place where they were in dominion from a place where they were in power and and now they were now ordinary people just because they could not obey god hallelujah the bible says let us get rid of the sin that so easily entangles us. The sin that slows us down. Sin will cause you to be repositioned child of God. From a good place to a bad place. Amen. Amen. It will cause you not to enjoy the gospel. It will cause you not to enjoy your salvation. It will cause you you know, not to enjoy walking with God sin grieves the holy spirit hallelujah sin grieves the holy ghost sin will cause you to not enjoy the joy of the lord to not have the joy of the lord and the peace of the lord hallelujah now opposite to this man we see another man who was repositioned by obedience and this man's name was abraham hallelujah Then he was called Abraham in the book of Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 7, when God visits him. This man was in his, you know, he was quite old, but he was still staying in his father's house. And God comes and says, Abraham, I want you to get out of your father's house. I want you to get out of your country and I want you to go to a land that I will show you. There's a land that I have ordained for you. There is a land that I have appointed for you. A land that I have put your name on. The title deed has your name on. I want you to come out of your father's house. And I want to show you this place. I want to take you to this place. Hallelujah. God first appears to Abraham in this manner. Uh, when you read You know, the Bible says, I believe it's in the book of Hebrews. uh, It says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Hallelujah! So, so Abraham believed God and His word, and he decided to take everything. He decided to take, you know, his family, his wife, his servants, because he did not have children. He took everything that he owned, and he, you know, uh, he went on his way to a place that God will show him. He did not know where he was going, but he believed and trusted God. Hallelujah! He believed and trusted God that whatever He says, He will do. He's not a man that he should lie. Hallelujah. Now, because of his obedience, you see, God says to him, I will make you a great nation. If you obey me, I will make you a great nation. And I will make you a blessing. The whole earth shall be blessed through you. Hallelujah. Abraham's life was turned around. He changed from being a fatherless to being a father because he followed God. Because he obeyed God. You know, Abraham receives God's protection. God says to him, I will curse those who curse you. And I will bless those who bless you. Amen. And when he comes to the land of Canaan, God says to him, I will give your offspring this land. This land shall belong to your children. It shall belong to your great, great, you know, grandchildren. Because he obeyed God. Hallelujah. And he went on to walk with God. Regardless of what was happening, Abraham followed God. Hallelujah. And today, through his seed, Jesus Christ, you and I are born again. Through this seed, you and I are blessed. That's why... That's what God meant when he said the whole earth, the whole world shall be blessed through you. Hallelujah. The whole earth today is blessed through the seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ, because he obeyed God. Hallelujah. You see, people can also reposition you. Amen. So you find... Two types of repositioning when it comes to people. There are people who will reposition you negatively. And there are those who will reposition you positively. Amen. Hallelujah. So in the book of Judges chapter 16, we read about a man called Samson. Who was repositioned by a woman called Delilah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Samson had a tendency of falling in love with wrong women, who were used by people, you know, to try and, you know, make him fall. That he was, these women were used by people for his downfall. They would go to these ladies' houses. And say, we want you to go and and, and, and take this man. We want you to find out where his power lies so that we can defeat him. Samson was raised by God to fight for Israel. He was a very strong man who could take the whole army on alone. Hallelujah. This man, God, had anointed him for war, anointed him for battle. He did not need an army to fight another army. He could take it on on his own. And God had ordained him for that purpose, to fight Israel's enemies, to fight the Philistines and protect Israel. Hallelujah. There comes Delilah, a woman. This man defeated armies, but one woman came. Hallelujah. One woman. Amen. Not many, just one. That's why the Bible says, you know, flee from sin. Amen. It says resist the devil. Flee from sin. Amen. There are certain sins you have to flee from. Hallelujah. There are certain sins... You know, things that you do not have to resist. You have to flee. There's a song that says, Balega. Because there are things you have to run away from. Powerful as he was, this woman took him down alone. Amen. I want to tell you, Church of God, there are people and enemies who are planning your downfall. There are people that are working to reposition you from your position of power. From, you know, the goodness that the Lord has placed in your life. From that which God has attained you for. They are there to try and reposition you from your destiny. Hallelujah. Samson was repositioned by someone who was very close to him. You need to be careful who you bring into your life. You need to be careful who you keep close to you. You need to be careful who you trust with your secrets. This woman kept on pestering Samson, saying, Samson, if you love me, hallelujah. If you love me, you will tell me. Hallelujah. If you don't tell me, it means you don't love me. But she was not doing this from a good place she was doing this so that samson can fall and she can get paid hallelujah she was doing it all for money amen there are women who are doing it all for money thank you jesus i hope those women are not in this house would go out of their way to do anything just for money i believe they are not here hallelujah Now, 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 this man, thank you Jesus, fell because of one woman. There are people who are working against your life. But today I pray that their plans will not prosper in the name of Jesus. Their plans against your life shall not prosper in the name of Jesus. We dismantle them, we destroy them now. In the mighty name of Jesus. No weapon formed against your life shall ever be able to prosper. I declare and I decree over your life this morning. In the name of Jesus. You are more than a conqueror. May those plans catch fire in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We see a man called Mephibosheth in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 9, verse 1 to 7. uh, Mephibosheth was a son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, the king, who was repositioned because of his disobedience. And God decided, I'm going to appoint a young man called David, who's just looking after the sheep. God had anointed this man. Hallelujah. Mmm. And God was teaching him to fight, even while he was looking after the sheep. You see, this man one time faced a man called Goliath, who made the whole army of Israel to shake. They could not fight him. But there comes this young man, and he says, who is this uncircumcised man who is busy insulting the armies of God? And he says, I can take this man on all by myself. Hallelujah. And they say, but you're just a little boy. And his brothers were busy rebuking him. Hallelujah. And discouraging him because they know him. Hallelujah. Physically. But they did not know who he was in the spirit. Amen. Don't undermine people. Because of what you see physically. You don't know what God has put in them. Hallelujah. And he says, I looked after my father's sheep. I took down bears and lions when they came after my father's sheep. This man is nothing. Hallelujah. Now, 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 Mephibosheth. Now, 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 there was a time when Saul wanted to kill David. And Mephibosheth, I mean, Jonathan, Mephibosheth's father, was David's friend. And they had a covenant. Hallelujah. You see, in the olden days, they used to cut covenants, especially in Israel, where they would cut their hands and they would shake hands, mix their blood, meaning your family is my family. If anybody attacks your family they are taking mine i will fight for you you will not go hungry whilst i'm here if i have something so that that was the kind of covenant that was cut between these two men and 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 when he became king and he he, he says is there anyone of jonathan's lineage that is still alive and they say there's mephibosheth and he says go and bring him into the palace hallelujah Go and bring him into the palace. This man was moved from an ordinary house and brought into the palace. David says, this man shall eat from my table. Hallelujah. From now on, this man shall eat from my table. From now on, this man shall eat luxury food. Hallelujah. He will no longer eat just any food. He's going to have chefs cooking. And giving him what he needs. He's going to eat from my table. Uh, And and the Bible says he gave him servants as well. That were going to serve him. He also restored his father's land to him. And says, this now belongs to you going forward. And the servants will work in your land. Hallelujah. They will produce for you. They will serve you. you. You see, David repositioned this man mephibosheth hallelujah i pray that god will appoint people that will reposition you to better places in the name of jesus people that will open up doors for you when others are shutting them people that will speak for you in the boardrooms i pray god will appoint such people in your life hallelujah may god release helpers of destiny into your life in the name of jesus hmm. hallelujah may god release them may they may may they show you favor may they just like you may they may they just love you and do things for you that you didn't ask for in the name of jesus i pray god will touch them even in your workplace even in your business area may god touch people that will just give you favor in the name of jesus hallelujah You see, you can also reposition yourself with your own actions. And you can reposition yourself negatively or positively as well. Hallelujah. We find a man in the book of Luke 15, verse 11 to 24. Thank you, Jesus. This man, the Bible calls him the prodigal son. Amen. Amen now this man the bible says he goes to his father and he says give me a share of my wealth so that i can be on my way hallelujah god gives him his share he goes out made a very big mistake he left the father's presence hallelujah whatever you do never leave the father's presence whatever you do never leave god's presence Because that's where you find your protection. That's where all your needs are met. Hallelujah. That's where you find direction, in the presence of the Father. Amen. David says, all that I may dwell in your house, all the days of my life, and behold the beauty of your glory. Amen. Amen. And he further says, I was led unto me when they said, I was led when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Never leave the father's presence. Hmm. David says, take not your Holy Spirit away from me. This man left the father's presence. He squandered everything, the Bible says, with friends and prostitutes. He squandered his wealth. Amen out of the father's presence, no guidance, no protection, no leadership, all by himself, guiding himself, directing himself, being a law unto himself, doing whatever he wanted to do. Spandering everything. Amen? I've seen people squandering whatever their father's left foot. In the same manner, friends, girls, prostitutes, Hallelujah. The Bible says he ended up eating with pigs. This man left a house where everything was, the father's house. The father was wealthy. This man had everything, went out, squandered everything, ended up looking after pigs and ate with the same pigs. Hallelujah. You can reposition yourself to a bad place. Amen. With your own actions, not wanting to be under the Father's leadership. Remain under the Father's presence. Remain in the presence of the Father. Remain in his leadership and direction. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. We see another man called Esau who sold his birthright when you read in the book of Genesis 25, verse 29 to 34. Amen. This man was holding a place of privilege. A place that will deliver the seed. Hallelujah. The seed of Abraham, Christ. You know, he, he was, you see now, now when you pray, you say the father of, uh, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was supposed to be the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Nisseu. Hallelujah. But this man sold his birthright because he was hungry. Hallelujah. People tend to do funny things when they are hungry. Hunger causes people to do things they should not do. Amen. Sometimes even greed does the same. Hallelujah. You need to learn to say, to stand your ground. And know what God has placed in your life. And not sell it for anything. Amen. Don't sell it for anything. People will come to you. People will approach you. And offer you things. So that you can do things that are wrong. Learn to say no. Hallelujah. This man was hungry for a soup. He sold his birthright. Amen. Imagine selling your birthright, birthright for soup. This is what this man did. And I'm telling you, you will meet temptations in life. As a child of God. Temptations to do things that are wrong. Things that may lend you in jail. Things that will land you in newspapers. Hallelujah. I've come across some in my life as well. Hallelujah. Let me proceed.
1: This man lost the
0: blessing because of that. This man lost the blessing. You see, I'm telling you, I've come across temptations in my life. There was a time I worked for a bank here in Pologwan. Some guys, some some we studied together, approached me and they wanted to steal 3.5 million from someone's account. And they wanted my assistance. And they said we'll give you five hundred thousand. I said no. I was tempted, yes, <laughs> because I thought I can do a lot with five hundred thousand. I thought about it. I was tempted, but I overcame the temptation. Hallelujah! And they were very angry. They wanted to attack. Me. Hallelujah! Not long ago, we. I mean, a few, a year ago or so, we turned down the that uh, you know that would have brought us a lot of money a, from a Chinese man that I know where we were supposed to start a business, that they were going to invest 15 million into that business. The business was supposed to be registered in my wife's name. But the activities that they wanted to do, I said, no, I won't get involved in this. Hallelujah. Money or no money. We will proceed. God will take care of us. Hallelujah. And we tend that down. I'm saying this to you that you will meet temptations in your life. Amen. The man lost the blessing. He lost the mental, the assignment, the anointing. This man was supposed to take over from his father. Hallelujah. But then because of you know, his love of food, Because he couldn't handle hunger, he decided to sell his birthright. He repositioned himself from a place where he was supposed to carry the anointing for the next generation. Hallelujah. To walk in the assignment of God. But the man sold it all for soup. Hallelujah. There are those who know how to reposition themselves positively as well. Let me rush so I don't run out of time. Hallelujah. What I like about the prodigal son is that though he ended up where he was, he ended, the Bible says one day he came back to his senses. Mm. I pray if you have turned away from the father, may you come back to your senses today in the name of Jesus. So this man comes back to his senses. He says, I will go back to my father. Hallelujah. He says, I will go back and say, just make me like one of your servants. Because if I become my father's servant, I then don't have to eat with pigs anymore. There is food in my father's house. There is everything that I need in my father's house. Even if he just makes me a servant, I'm going back. He repositioned himself back to the father. The Bible says, as he was approaching, the father ran towards him. Because that's the kind of a father we serve. Oh, hallelujah. Give him a big hand of praise. That's the kind of a father we serve. It doesn't matter what you have done. When you come back to him, when you repent, when you turn around and go back to him, the Bible says he runs towards you. The Bible says he ran towards him. He he, he embraced him. He hugged him. Embraced him. Welcomed him back. Something that the son did not expect. But God embraces those who come back to him. Hallelujah. It is not too late. You can still come back to God if you have turned away from him. Thank you, Jesus. We see Jacob in the book of Genesis 32, verse 22 to 32. This man wrestled with an angel of God. He wrestled. He wrestled for a blessing. Hallelujah. He wrestled for a blessing he said i will never let you go until you bless me i want the blessing hallelujah i want the blessing and i'm not gonna let you go When last did you wrestle with god in prayer in fasting and say god i need this i i need the blessing this man repositioned himself hallelujah he got the blessing god changed his name from deceiver to israel his name jacob meant and it means deceiver. Trickster. God changed his name and said from today onwards you will no longer be a deceiver. Your name is Israel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Let me jump. Thank you, Jesus. I wanted to talk about the four lepers. But I want to... I'm tempted to jump that portion, but let me just speak quickly because I want to go into the last portion. You see... There are these four lepers in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 7. When you read from verse 3, who were sitting outside of the city? Because when you had leprosy, you were not allowed to be inside of the city. You were considered defiled. Um, You know, nobody was supposed to mix with you because they believed they would be defiled, besides the contagiousness of the disease. Now, they were sitting outside of the city. And 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 they decided because there was a time of hunger. They decided, you know what? If we sit here, we're going to die of hunger. Let us go to the next to the camp to the next camp um, around here of the other nation. Maybe they will feel sorry for us and give us food. Hallelujah! But if we sit here, we're gonna die anyway. They took action. Amen. It's important to take action to change your situation. You can't just be sitting and hoping. That things will change whilst you are not doing anything. You need to do something about your situation. Do something about your life. Amen. You, are look, you want a job, but you are not applying. Do something. Hallelujah. Take action. Take action. This man, I mean, even if you are not qualified, take action. Hallelujah. Not everybody who's working is qualified for the job that they do. I know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. But you're sitting back, you're looking at the qualifications, you're saying, I'm not qualified. Amen. Take action and God will go forth. God will fight for you when you take action. The Bible says when they were walking towards this place, the, the armies that were in the camp, thought there was another large army that was coming and it was only just four lepers and they ran away left everything left their food their gold, their silver left everything hallelujah this man went in took the gold took the silver took the food they ate and this even helped israel because they went back to israel and said hey this is what happened god has showed us has done a miracle for us amen and israel was able to go in and get whatever they need as well but let me pass. I want to speak about being repositioned by God. In the next three minutes. Hallelujah. And I close. There's a man called Joseph. His story is very long because it starts, you know, you, you, to read this, you need to start from Genesis 37, you read the 39 and 41. But I'm going to summarize it for you. Hallelujah. This man was sold by his brothers, first of all. But I want to tell you something. This man was in the purpose of God. And he did not know it. Because God was repositioning him. Amen. There are people who are going through things. Being betrayed by people close to them. And they don't understand what's happening. Could it be that God is repositioning you? For greater things, for better things? This man is sold by his brothers. They sell him to men that were traveling. And they buy him. First of all, actually, they wanted to kill him. They had an argument whether they should kill him or not. Hallelujah. They put him in a pit, argued about killing him. And one of the brothers said, no, let's not do such a thing to our brother. Let's rather sell him. So they sold him. Amen. So those who bought him took him, went and sold him to another man called Potiphar. He served in his house as a slave. Amen. This great man of God, Joseph, serving as a slave, Not knowing where God is taking him. Amen. He was then wrongfully accused in Potiphar's house. Wrongfully accused of raping a woman. A woman who was lusting after him, the Bible says. Amen. Kept on trying to sleep with him, but this man said, I will not do such a thing. He was then imprisoned. But you see, when he was, one thing about this man is he kept exercising his gift. You need to keep exercising your gift no matter what. No matter what the circumstances and situations. The Bible says your gift will make room for you before kings, it will make a way for you. Your gift will make a way for you. Your gift will take you places. Keep operating it no matter what's happening. Hallelujah. This man interpreted dreams in prison. And as a result, he was able to interpret the king's dreams. And because of that, he was appointed the prime minister of Egypt. Because he had the interpretation and the solution to the problem they had at that time. Hallelujah. The problem that was coming, that God revealed. And the king said, I'm appointing you over everything. Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for good to those who love the Lord, those who are called according to his purposes. Hallelujah. He says in Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven, I've got great plans for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. That's the God that we serve. Give God a big hand of praise. That is the God that we serve. That is the God that we serve. He is a God that knows how to reposition you. The fact that you are going through difficult times does not mean that God has left you. Hallelujah. Sometimes you go through difficult times because God is taking you somewhere. God is repositioning you. God is moving you from a place of comfort to a greater place that you wouldn't have been able to get there yourself. That's the God that we serve. He can reposition you. The best repositioning that can happen to you is when God repositions you. May God reposition your life in the name of Jesus. May God reposition you in the name of Jesus. May he reposition this church, I pray, in the name of Jesus. May he reposition you in the workplace, in all areas of your life may god reposition you for greater things i pray the mighty name of jesus in isaiah 61 verse 3 he says i will give you beautiful ashes i will give you the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness he says give me your ashes so i can give you my beauty give me your your poverty so i can give you riches Give me your cash so I can give you your bl- a blessing. That's the God that we serve. He takes your place and he puts you in a better position. Can we stand up on our feet?